Blog Talk Radio. I come on my knees to lay down before you, bringing all that I am, longing only to know you, seeking your face, and not only your hand, I find you.
are son As your spirit flows free Let it find within me A heart that beats to praise you And now just to know you
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what this is, oh, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord God, for the message that you're going to bring forth on tonight, God, and for giving me the strength to do it, Lord God. Sit me down and you stand up mightily in me tonight, God. Let your will be done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Property Safety. Thank you for taking the time to join me all tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from John chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. John chapter 5. Verses 1 through 7 from the New King James. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the move of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well or whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up, while I am coming, another step down before me. Again, it's John chapter 5, verses 1 through 7 from the New King James. And my question to you tonight is, how long will you depend on a man? Again, the question for tonight is, how long will you depend on a man? Whether you're male or female, the question still is, how long will you depend on a man? How long will that be your excuse? Jesus has given you the opportunity to do better for yourself. Jesus has given you the opportunity to to do better for yourself the same way he was offering holiness to the man in tonight's foundational text. Jesus has given you the opportunity to do better for yourself the same way he was offering holiness to the man in tonight's foundational text. And just like the choice was his then, the choice is yours now. Somebody just like the choice was his then, the choice is yours now. In this last month, before the start of a brand new year, do you want to be made well? Question for tonight, do you want to be made well? Or are you content with depending on a man for another year of your life? Or are you content with depending on a man for another year of your life? How long will you depend on a man? Tonight's message. You see, that was the main excuse in tonight's foundational text. Really, tonight's message is not male bashing or anything like that. I would never do that. It's not male bashing, but it's just that the man in tonight's foundational text, that was, that was his excuse. 
You'll see as as we go along, but that was his excuse. Jesus said to him, do you want to be made well? And here comes the excuse. The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. So that's how come I keep using the phrase man because the man is a nice foundational text. The sick man answered, so, sir. I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. He didn't realize that Jesus was trying to stir something up inside of him. He didn't realize that Jesus was trying to stir something up inside of him at that moment by asking him, do you want to be made well? Jesus was, wasn't just repeating himself. He was trying to stir something up in that sick man. He was trying to motivate that sick man. By asking him the question, do you want to be made well, yes or no? Instead of a yes or no answer, his response was the also popular phrase, sir, I have no man. He goes again, sir, I have no man. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? Where have I heard that before? Now, y'all know I'm a word addict, so indulge me for a minute. Just indulge me for a minute. I believe Mary said something similar when the angel told her she found favor with God, and in her womb she would conceive a son. Mary's response, you remember Mary's response in Luke 1, 34 from the New King James? Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man. How can this be? Since I do not know a man. And let's not forget about the woman in John 4, the woman at the well in John 4, whose response was, I have no husband. Mm, Very similar. I have no husband. I know not a man. And the man in tonight's foundation text is, I have no man. In a way, the woman in John 4 says, I have no husband. She had no husband, but she had had plenty of men, and still she was in no better shape. So what does that tell us? Whether you're a man depending on your boss man or a woman depending on a man in general to do this and that for you, you should know by now, hear me, you should know by now that you cannot depend on a man to better your situation. Again, I'm not male bashing tonight, but you should know whether you're male or female that you cannot depend on a man to better your situation. Keep depending on a man, and you will be just like the man in tonight's foundational text who had no man to put him in the pool. Keep depending on a man, whoever he is to you. And you will be just like the man in tonight's foundational text who had no man to put him in the pool. You will be unable to get your feet wet. And by get your feet wet, I mean you will be unable to try something new. You will be unable to get your feet wet, meaning you will be able, unable to try something new. You will not be where you desire to be. And many of you, male and female, you are not where you desire to be, all because you have been dependent on a man. 
You have been dependent on a man. Instead of depending on God, you were dependent on a man. Right now, even even as we get closer to the to the end of the year and the beginning of a new year, you know you're not where you desire to be. You will not be where you desire to be. All because you were dependent on a man and not God to get you there, to get you there, to get you where you need to be. So whether you go down in the pool or up like the Jeffersons, who was, as that theme song said, moving on up, it's all an act of God. Whether you go down in the pool or up like the Jeffersons, it's all an act of God. Remember what the Bible says. For, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. He put it down one and sit it up another. He puts down one and sit it up another. That's Psalm 75, verses 6 and 7 from the King James Version. Now listen to what the Passion Translation says. I love this. I love this in the Passion Translation. The TPT. It says about the same scriptures. This I know. This I know, the favor that brings promotion and power doesn't come from anywhere on earth. For no one is also person but God, the true judge of all. He alone determines where favor is. He anoints one for greatness and brings another down to his knees. Again, in Psalm 75, verses 6 and 7, from the the Passion Translation, the TPT. And still the question remains. How can you forget the question for tonight? And still the question remains. How long will you depend on a man? And again, this message is for everybody, male and female alike. How long will you depend on a man to do it for you, to get you where you need to be? How long will you depend on a man to do it for you, to get you where you need to be? How how many times will you settle? Times will you settle for feeling disappointed, helpless, like no one is there, like you have no one? Before you understand, how many times will you settle? How many times will you feel disappointed and helpless before you understand? Understand what, Prophet Stacy? Understand that there are some things God wants to do for you directly. You need to understand, beloved, that there are some things that God wants to do for you directly without the assistance of a man, without the assistance of man being involved. Here in tonight's foundational text, Jesus wanted to make the man whole. Jesus wanted to make the man whole. He wanted to do it directly, and he wanted to do it directly without any assistance. But when he asked the man if he wanted to be made well, he started talking about no man being in place to help him, like many of us do. God started talking to us about what he wants to do for us, and we started talking about how we don't have any help, how we don't have a man or a woman to help us. In other words, we started talking about people helping us. We have no man to do this and no person to do that and no woman to do this and that or whatever. The man in tonight's foundational text is no different. When Jesus asked him, do you want to be made well, he started talking about 
and no man being in place to help him. I wonder how many times, think about this. You know, I like to make you think on prolific fire, think about this. I wonder how many times have we unknowingly grieved the Holy Spirit. I wonder how many times have we unknowingly grieved the Holy Spirit by putting our eyes on man. How many times have we unknowingly grieved the Holy Spirit by putting our eyes on man when we should have been looking to him, when we should have been looking to him, we should have been looking to God. I really feel like right now we need to stop right here, stop right here and repent. Everybody, this is a serious moment. We need to stop right here and repent. Father God, you told us in Ephesians 4 and 30 to not grieve your Holy Spirit. But this year especially, we have done just that. We have grieved you by looking at COVID and what man says it has a power to do in record numbers. Instead of looking to you in this in us, through us, and for us, we repent, Father, for unknowingly depriving you of your moment. We repent, Father, for unknowingly depriving you of your moment to shine, to get your glory out of this, get your glory out of us. You allow entertainment to be muted. Church buildings, not the church, but the buildings, to, but the buildings to be closed. Schools to be closed. In other words, you stop man from being in a place of influence to help us. You see, the man in tonight's foundation of text, he wanted a man to be a place to help him, but God in this season, He has shut all of that down. In other words, you stop man from being in a place of influence to help us. So now if the water is going to be stirred over our lives to make us whole in this season, we have to make our own way. We have to make our own way into your presence for ourselves. The season is over for depending on a man. Here be the season is over for depending on a man and fell into the light ourselves in your presence. In your presence is fullness, fullness of joy. In your presence, if we delight ourselves, is everything we need. Psalms 37 and 4, Psalms 16 and 11. And so we repent for believing anything different. So we repent for believing anything different, for depending on a man when you never told us to do that. We repent for depending on a man when you never told us. You never, never, never told us to do that. Father, we repent. We change our way of thinking according to Matthew 4 and 17 from the Amplified. And so we seal this prayer in the precious blood of Jesus. In his name, we all say, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You see, Jesus, if he wanted to, he could have told the man, Stay here at the pool, and I promise you, I promise you, the next time I send an angel and the water is stirred, you will get in. I will not allow anyone else to get ahead of you this next time. And that's what's wrong with our spirits. And that's what's wrong with some of our spirits. We're always expecting a deal, a deal to be made. Jesus could have cut him a deal. I could have made it happen. He could have let the water be stirred and let that man be the first to get in there, holding everybody else back. 
He could have cut him that kind of deal. That's what's wrong with some of our spirits, as I said. We're always expecting a deal to be made. But what if there is no deal? But what if there is no deal? You know, as I said, I like to make you think on prolific fire. So what if there is no deal? What if that person you were expecting to help you is not helping you because of God? What if that man, that person you were expecting to help you is not helping you because of God? Somebody, 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 hear me, hear me good. God is trying to get your mind beyond public assistance. God is trying to get your mind beyond public assistance, beyond man's assistance, and on to divine assistance. God is trying to get your mind beyond public assistance, beyond man's assistance, and on to divine assistance. But in order to activate divine assistance in your life, But in order to activate divine assistance in your life, God is waiting for you to answer the question. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Don't think I forgot. I'm here representing God, and he remembers and so do I. He's waiting for you to answer the question. The the question still remains the same. And he wants you to answer it, answer it honestly this time with no excuses being made about who won't help you start that business, secure that loan? Who won't help you get to where you need to be? Somebody you feel like you can be further along in your career, further, further along on your job. You could have been promoted to a better position, but you have no man. Just like the man in, in tonight's text, you have no man to help you step off into that area that you need to be in. You have no man to help you get to that level, to help you step up on the job. And so having no man to help you, having nobody in place to help you, not knowing anybody, because we like to use that excuse, too. We don't know nobody that can hook us up, that you don't know nobody that can hook you up. All that is just an excuse. Having no man to help you, nobody to hook you up, those are excuses. God is tired of excuses. He just wants you to answer the question. Do you want to be made well? No more excuses about who won't help you, as I said. Start that business, secure that loan, get promoted, move further along in your career, whatever it is that you desire to do that you're not doing right now. God don't want to hear your excuses about who won't help you get to where you need to be because he's still asking you the same question, and he's waiting on the answer. The man in tonight's text was sick. He was sick, and he needed to be in that pool. He needed to be in that pool. Lord knows he needed to be in that pool at the right time. Healing, becoming whole. He needed to be in that pool at the right time, healing, becoming whole. Otherwise, he would be no good for anyone else. He would be no good for himself or or no one else either. Perhaps you know right now you're no good for anyone else. Perhaps you know right now that you're no good for anyone else. You can't encourage them when you need to be encouraged. You can't help them when you need to be helped, etc. So answer the question. I'm going to keep drilling it into your head until I feel a release in my spirit. Answer the question. Do you want to be do you want to be made well? 
You see, wellness is a wholeness term. Wellness is a wholeness term. It doesn't just mean be healed. It doesn't just mean be healed, although healing is a part of it. Although healing is a part of it. That's why the woman in Second Kings 4 from the New King James could say, it is well. I know from everything that was going on with her, it seems like she couldn't really be saying all is well or it is well, but she was, she was saying that it is well. Every time she was asked, she said, it is well. Even though her son was dead, which means what God promised her was gone, she had lost a promise. Somebody, you feel like you have lost a promise. You feel like you have lost a promise, and there's no way that you can say it is well, let alone all is well. You cannot say like the woman said in Second Second Kings 4, it is well. Just, just feel like you can't say it right now. But I decree and declare over your life that if God gives you the strength, that if, if he assists you through this process, which he wants to do, you can look yourself in the face. Look in the mirror and look at your face and tell yourself it is well. You can talk to yourself through this through this season, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself it is well. The Bible talks about how David encouraged himself in the Lord. And sometimes you have to encourage yourself, look at yourself and say, it is well. The woman said, it is well. Although everything wasn't well, she said, it is well. Even though her son was dead, which means, as I said, that she had she had lost the promise. She had lost what God promised her. What he promised her was gone. Still, she could say it is well because it had nothing. Hear me, it had nothing to do with how she was feeling. That's where we make our mistake. We Oftentimes, we go by our feelings, but it had nothing to do with what she was feeling and everything, and everything to do with overcoming, overcoming her feelings and overall, changing her perspective. It had nothing to do with what she was feeling and everything to do overall with her perspective. So, beloved, I say to you tonight, get out of your feelings. Get out of your feelings and answer the question, do you want to be made well? Do you want God's divine assistance? Or do you want to continue to depend on a man, depend on a man for another year of your life? I hope this message makes you think, I really do, makes you think, really do some soul searching before January comes upon us. Do some soul searching, beloved, before January comes upon us because you have some questions that you really deep down need to answer for yourself. You see, if, if you don't answer, if you don't answer, God may help you because he's merciful, or he may not. He may just leave you like you are. Because he's not going to override your will If you read further in the text He went on and helped the man Even though he didn't answer answer it right But there was mercy There was his mercy And sometimes I feel like we should Not want God to always grant us mercy We should We should want him to Bless us because We were obedient in doing what he asked us to do. And tonight all he's asking you to do is answer the question. Really what he's seeking on tonight is a yes, Lord. He just wants, yes, Lord. Yes, I want to be made well. Yes, Lord, I want your divine assistance. Yes, Lord. 
Yes, Lord. I don't want to. I don't want you to depend on a man. Depend on man for another year of my life. Yes, Lord, I'm ready for you to help me directly, just like you desire to do for the man in tonight's foundational text. Father God, I pray you give everybody listening in under the sign of my voice a moment of clarity, a moment where they lay every excuse aside and say to you, yes, yes to you, yes to your divine assistance, yes to wanting to be made well, healed and whole, in a better place and space mentally and physically for the coming year. Healed and whole in a better place and space mentally and physically for the coming year. That's what somebody needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Declare this. Declare this in your heart with me. The only man we choose to depend on is Jesus. The only man we choose to depend on is Jesus from back when he walked this earth and proved to us how to get things done with no sin attached. Jesus, when he walked his life, he proved to us that you could get things done and be all man, be all woman. In other words, be all human. Because when he walked his earth, he was just as much man as he was God. So he proved to us that you, that as a man, as a woman, we could get things done with no sin attached. He went through everything we went through. He was tempted, but still he did not sin, no sin attached. And that's how we want to do it, with no sin attached. Well, this officially concludes tonight's message. God has spoken. If this message has blessed you, please let me know. On another note, if you need prayer, a Bible-based consultation, call or text 865-408-8690. Again, the number is 865-408-8690. Or email prolificfire at gmail.com. Again, it's prolificfire at gmail.com. However, if you're on the phone lines right now via Block Talk Radio and you have a specific prayer request that's unrelated to what the Lord just brought his word about and what we just prophesied and prayed about, repented over, then by all means feel free to give me your prayer request. But wait, 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 wait until you hear me say hello before you begin to talk. Wait until you hear me say hello before you begin to talk. Press 1 on your phone. Press 1 right now and wait until you hear me say hello. Begin to talk before you begin to share your prayer request. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I will hear it as well and proceed accordingly. I will call out your area code. And nothing more, just enough to let you know that you're about to be live on the air. But I'll give you a couple minutes to get your prayer prayer request together. I'm going to give the announcements, and then I'm going to come to the phone lines. Now the announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or cash app info, you can access the, the 
PayPal by going directly to paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's paypal.me slash prolificfire. All the cash app is a dollar symbol and prolific fire. It's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, prolific fire. The P and prolific is capital, the F and fire is capital written all together. And dollar symbol in the front. If you see a store with some fire coming out of it, you have the right cash app. That is the ministry's official logo. Thank you to everybody that's sewing. I pray that the Lord will bless it back to you, 3,600 fold, where you need it the most and when you need it the most. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Prophet Stacy. Again, feeling my spirit, I need to repeat that. You can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Prophet Stacy. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. You can DM me, inbox me on either one of those. People do so all the time. There's check out prolificfire.com. Check out prolificfire.com. You can do everything I just named. Right there on the website, you can leave a prayer request, you can donate, you can sponsor a child through Word Vision, check it out, it's a blessing to be a sponsor as well as a Word Vision Child Ambassador, hooking children up with sponsors, children that really need you to reach out and care for their needs especially during this season. So if you're interested in that, want to know anything about that, you can call the number that I gave or go directly to the website. On the website, you will see seven of my eight sponsored children. I have to put the other child's picture up. But you'll see seven of them. I I believe seven of them is on there. You'll see seven of my sponsor eight. So if you want to sponsor just one, that would be a blessing. You don't have to do as big as me. That's my heart's desire. So, but I'll be happy if you just call and sponsor one, and the children will be even happier than me because it's really a blessing for them. It's really a blessing for them. So check that out. Also, the Lord has given me a program called Train the Pain. If you have any type of pain, whether it's physical, emotional, whatever, and I'm quite sure everybody has pain, especially right now. We're all going through something. So if you want to learn how to train the pain to work for you, you need to reach out to me and register for that that time time of ministry. Just you and me. As I share with you how the Lord taught me to train the pain. It's only twenty dollars. The Lord taught me to make it twenty dollars for twenty twenty. So if you're interested in that, that's on the website as well. Check it out. If you don't get your prayer request in on tonight, or maybe you will but still, either way, join us on Friday for Faith on the Line with Prophet's Faith. It's a time of prayer and encouragement. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Friday night, Faith on the Line with Prophet's Faith. Get your prayer request in or just come and sit in the atmosphere and watch yourself be blessed. Watch how God moves in your life in the atmosphere that's rich with prayer. And in a session, to God be the glory. The number is the same number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782. That's 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken there, too, so call in. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same night, time, and place, Monday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific, when the message will be marked. That's going to be powerful because the Lord showed me something. 
And it's just powerful. So be sure to join me back here for the message entitled Marked. With all of that being said, to God be the glory, I'm coming to the phone lines. 